Welcome to Eclipse, the Heroes podcast, where two old school Heroes fangirls rewatch the show, talk about it, defend its honor. My name is Rachel. And I'm Keisha. And today we are talking about Season 4, Episode 8, Once Upon a Time in Texas. I don't think we have any news today, right? Um, I couldn't think of a single thing. So, I don't, I don't think so, no. Okay. I have a story to tell, though, that's kind of funny. I might end up cutting <laughs> it, but we'll see. Alright, so... You know a little bit because I went garage sailing Friday. Ah, uh, okay. And I found at a garage sale the Heroes Season 1 HD DVD. And I was like, <laughs> look at this obsolete format. I'm going to buy it just for the giggles, even though I have no way to play it. So I bought I bought it for like two bucks, whatever. And so I get back in the car and my dad's like, oh yeah, you used to like that show, right? And I'm like, that's what the fucking podcast is about, dude. <laughs> I didn't know I had two strokes. <laughs> oh. Excuses. <laughs> I could probably oh ask him again God. today, hey, what's my podcast about? And he'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> I told Brian that story. He thought it was a delight. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, you son of a I was like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the format wars. We survived them, I suppose. Yeah, I was like, ooh. HD DVD. I remember when those came out, and and it was a very serious decision to make, Rachel. Mm-hmm. Like, were you going to get the HD DVD or were you going to get the Blu-ray? Mm-hmm. One of those technologies was not going to be around forever, so you kind of had to decide who was winning. Because yeah, I think only season one came out in HD DVD. I think you're right. Yeah, I think that it was just like Blu-ray and DVD the rest of the way. I think so because I mean I have the <laughs> I, I have the whole series twice because I'm weird. Same, and, uh, same. Have problems. Yeah, yeah. I have standard and I have Blu-ray. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I picked up all of Blu-ray at a garage sale like a couple years ago for Heroes. See, that's better than me who paid full price for both so. <laughs> <laughs> twice. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think one of them was on like a good like Black Friday sale or some shit. Like you know, many, many. Moon I think I think yeah. you got the Blu-ray because I remember Amazon had this really deep cut sale for it, or it was like twenty bucks yeah. for like everything. Because I think yeah, I remember it was, you like, buying a gold it then. Box wasn't it? I, yeah, I think I remember you buying the gold it then. box deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was. Um. Uh, yeah, I remember I wanted the Blu-rays because I wanted the video commentary, which yes. we really discussed on the show, but that shit was iconic, mm-hmm, so. Mm-hmm. Maybe at some point, I'll just, we, we, we could, like, binge a bunch of them and then talk about our highlights from, like, various episode, like, commentaries. We can, like, maybe we can do it, like, randomly put, like, all the episodes that have it in a hat. And then, like. Oh, that's fun. Pick one out and then we'll discuss the commentary on that episode. That's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or we each can pick a separate well, one and then we come back and talk about it together. Because we'll probably I both have memories. Say, we, we should do it. We should do it kind of like the graphic novels where, like, we could just go and watch, like, random ones or we could even assign them to ourselves, I guess, and then just be like, what, what's a fun highlight from that particular, mo-, you know? True. We should just look setting. and be like, okay, who's doing the commentary on this one? Yes. <laughs> Because that was the thing is like you knew if it was like a Quinto week or something like oh it's gonna be a good one regardless mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. yeah oh Milo's doing it hell yeah you know yeah yep, so. yep yeah and there's some of them I don't think I've ever really like seen properly because I remember 
they were getting harder to watch on the website. Mm-hmm. The website was just kind of not being paid attention to. Shocker by the end. Um, yeah. The video players sucked. So, yeah, there's some that I fully have not really gotten to, like, enjoy as much as, you know, the early season one ones or whatever. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to do that for one of our in-betweens. For sure. I think that, I think that would be fun. I, I feel like we have to talk about them because they were, like, the fandom was a fan. Yeah. One of our in-betweens before Reborn. Yeah. Because I don't think they did video commentary for Reborn. That was dead and dusted by then. Uh, yeah. I don't think they did. Yeah. They didn't do any of the stuff for Reborn, so. Nope. 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 No comics, no nothing. Well, they they had a comic. You just had to buy it. It wasn't a free comic on the site. I said what I said. (laughs) (laughs) Spending money on Reborn content? I don't think so. (laughs) I don't think so. Welcome to Eclipse, the Reborn Hate Podcast. (laughs) I'm not going to be that person. Nobody wants to listen to that, probably. Most likely, no. We're going we're gonna to go at it with fresh eyes and fresh hearts. Yes. All right. So, who starts? Who's italics? I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> like how we both can't remember. I think I said I would, I would, I would do Okay. It. All right. So, why don't, you, why don't you drop us into this very special episode of Heroes? All right. Once Upon a Time in Texas. This is, uh, this is a cool episode. Um. We, if you recall, we have Hero, uh, Hero doing the previously, and he, you know, disappeared when Emma was talking to him last we saw Hero. Mm-hmm. So this is where he wound up, as, as you know, they hinted at. He is in, um, it's Midland, right? Yeah. The, the, the diner's in Midland, but the school's in Odessa, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Confusing. Um, so Hero winds up in Midland, Texas, at the fucking burnt toast diner three years ago and it's like oh my god that's that's interesting okay we're really going butterfly stomping today aren't we because <laughs> just being there as you'll see is uh complicating matters so he's there in his little like um his little hospital gown and we see the waitress that we first saw working alongside charlie back in season one uh lynette right yep mm-hmm we see Lynette, and she's outside of, you know, the, the diner, and she sees him, and she just doesn't even really blink. She's just like, ah, cute butt, hun, because his butt's hanging out, because it's a hospital <laughs> gown. And so Hero's like, oh, damn, I need to get some clothes. And I love that he immediately did the thing that he did in Fugitives. Yeah. He went to go steal some off of a clothesline. <laughs> like, how many people really use clotheslines? I guess a lot people people still really use them, I guess. Yeah. Um, get people stealing your clothes. Um so he, he goes about trying to do that. And uh, this time there's this little kid there and he's like playing cowboy or whatever. And he won't have it. He's like, hey, you can't take that. And Hero's like, okay, look, I got to do this because I'm, I'm, on, I'm on a journey. You know, I, I, have, a, I have a big thing to do. I, I'm, I have to you know, meet my destiny. This is about life and death. It's very important. I have to save my love. And I love how the boy's just like, ew, love cooties you know (laughs) like he's just like no to this and hero's like yeah he's like i have a very important story that i need to like fix the ending of basically and it's your classic story you know boy meets girl boy falls in love with girl girl dies and so you know boy travels back in time to save her life that's just like that's pretty classic right every book is like that 
And so we see all the ways that, like, Hiro, you know, you know, he, he's tried to save her, but the brain man, you know, he, he always killed her. That's what always is going to end up happening until now. He called it his greatest failure not to save her. And so the little kid, like, goes with him as he's, like, you know, going back to the cafe. And he's like, but this time I'm going to defeat the brain man. And um, I love that Hero still has such a narrow, like, season one definition of Siler. Mm-hmm. That's all he knows. Like, we forget that. They have been... Okay, this is how flung apart Hero's storylines can be. Hero and Siler have not done anything together since season one. Yeah. Not a damn thing. Mm-hmm. Hero still thinks he's dead. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. <laughs> Considering all of the, like, Avengers Assemble moments we've had with other cast members on the show, like, especially in, um, like, villains and fugitives and stuff, that, like, more so villains, because Siler was kind of on the team for a while, that they just, they don't, they don't interact at all. Like, the lead villain of the show and, like, the one of the main heroes, they do not interact at all. That's nuts. That has to be intentional. Probably so, but, like, damn, you know? Because, like... I just think it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Because season two, Hero would just assume he's dead. No one would have said anything else. I don't think Ando even realized he's alive, because he was also... Oh, yeah. Oh, no. No, they both. They would have no no clue whatsoever. Mm-mm. As far as they knew, he fucking bled out on Kirby, and that was that. Yep. So, yeah. That's just, I don't know, it's just kind of, like, crazy to think about. So, yeah, to Hero, he's still, like, fully season one Siler. That's all he's ever been. Mm-hmm. So he goes there, and he's like, you know, I'm going to defeat the Brain Man. And um, he's with this, you know, he's with the kid, and uh, the kid has this little cowboy hat. And he's, you know, they're talking about good guys and bad guys. And it's very, like, on the nose because they're like, oh, good guys wear white hats and bad guys wear black hats. And who should appear but a bad guy in a black hat? Mm-hmm. If you remember, that's Siler's whole season one vibe is he's got his, like, full black uniform. And, uh, yeah, he, he strolls right up because it's, you know, it's time. It's the day. And they're both, like, in his way. This kid and this guy are, like, blocking the door, which rude. And I was just like, do you mind? Like, are you just going to stand there? And so they move aside, and he's just like, oh, fucking weirdos. He doesn't say that, but that's very much how he's feeling. And he goes inside, and he sits at the spot where we first met him, his stocking window. And whoosh heroes, man, we're, we're doing it. We're right there on the day of. Yeah. Seeing if we can have a different outcome somehow with not destroying the fabric of the show. It's it's going to be a trip, that's for freaking sure. And this is like, mm-hmm. in this episode especially, like, um, the purest actual Siler that we get to see that we haven't Absolutely. seen in a long time. No, no, no. It must have been fun for Quinto to kind of get to just do that too, just to be a fucking bad guy. Well, I mean, he's a bad guy, but he's like, we aren't getting like this this timid like um, Nathan air quote Siler. Yeah, and we yeah, aren't yeah. getting this completely hunger Siler that Matt is seeing. We're seeing like someone with layers. Right? Know? No, I don't mean like bad guy. Like, ooh, I just mean like, yeah, he's 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 the Gabriel on the hunt. Yeah, mm-hmm. and 
we never got to see what that was like because we met him after. Yes. So yeah, you're right. It is it is a really neat thing to see this version of events, uh, to see this part of the character's journey as much as anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In his in his black hat, because ooh, bad guy. Bad guys wear <laughs> black hats. I love that so much. Excuse me, you're blocking his, the door. <laughs> his fucking black baseball cap. I could go off about how nerdy his outfit actually is, but I won't. So. <laughs> he didn't have a budget then. He didn't have his like his his super villain budget then. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, if you look at those clothes, like really look at them, there's nothing. There's nothing sinister about it. They're just black. They just happen to all be black. <laughs> He's just trying to, like, blend in, be inconspicuous, you know what I mean? Absolutely. No, I just, I love how how, how much of a glow-up he has later. Mm-hmm. He has expensive-ass coats where you're like, how did you get that later? <laughs> he killed someone, that's how he got it. He probably did, that's probably how he clothes shops. So. <laughs> someone about the same build walks by, oh, I'll be taking that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Adding to his insane body count. <laughs> <laughs> That looks nice. (laughs) (laughs) Slice. Come on now. Oh my god. 55 and a bunny. So, 55 and a bunny. Um, that poor little bunny. Ugh, gone too soon. Honestly, rip that bunny. So, we go from being in the past to popping back into the present day, and we see Samuel and Lydia. And it's become very clear that their time traveler, Arnold, he's, like, dying. Like, soon. Like, it is, like, matter of time type stuff. And Samuel's very angst about it. He's like, our family's shrinking and our graveyard's getting bigger. And Lydia's like, you can you can convince Hero. Like, you can do it. I believe in you. Rah, rah, rah. You know, she's very cheering him on. And she, she does the thing. You know, she offers, uh, you know, her back. And he does a tattoo. And we see Charlie... And, you know, and he's like, okay, well, what the hell? And, 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 uh, and Lydia's like, yeah, you know, she, she died like, you know, three years ago, but this is, you know, this is an opportunity and there's more. And so he pokes her again, you know, and we see this time it's like this whole little, uh, I mean, like she, we, we see a bunch of little like portraits, but they're like, um, on like a vine, like, like a thread. Yeah. Like a thread. Yeah. And um, we see Bennett, which is a trail to Claire. And then we see Siler. And it's like, okay, yeah, these characters all connected. We know that. And Samuel decides Arnold's going to have to send him back again because he needs to go there and he needs to make sure things go down. And so they're very like, oh, you know, desperate times, desperate measures. Like Samuel knows full well that will probably kill Arnold. But Mm -hmm. they're going to do it anyway. (laughs) Isn't that a lovely family to, to, to want to be part of? Oh, it's, ju- it's just delightful. Yeah. They care so much about your well-being. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Samuel's got, like, a lot of dirt, and we're going to uncover some of that <laughs> in this yes. episode here coming up. Yes. Like, we get the we get the vibe that he's not a good dude, and obviously things like this are, you know, part of it. But, Yeah. He gets his full moment later, for fucking sure. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. So, back in the past, Hero is, like, hiding behind a newspaper, and it's got, like, homecoming game tomorrow on the front. <laughs> and he's watching Siler interact with Charlie. 
And Charlie's like, oh, isn't that like a, like, I didn't write down the exact name, but she identifies Siler's watch and she knows all the information about it. And he's like, oh, are you a collector? And she's like, no, I just read about it in a magazine once. And she's like, that's been happening a lot lately. And so Siler gives her like a little quiz, like what was the Nobel Peace Prize winner and whatever. And she, she knows the answers. He's like, you know, what's the best, um, what's the best uh, food in here? And she's like, it's the Tahitian pancakes. They're really good. I mentioned this because it's going to come up again later. They do sound really good, though. Mm-hmm. It's like, what is it, like mixed fruit on top with like whipped cream and coconut or something? Yeah, shaved coconut, whipped cream, and uh, I don't remember which fruit it is, but yeah, might be fruit cocktail. Yeah, fruit cocktail, I think it is. And then Siler calls her out that she's got a blood clot because he knows things. He's like her. He can see what's wrong with something and fix it. He can see why it's broken. And he's like... I wonder if your memory is because of that. And (laughs) he puts his hand by his head and he's like, because like, you know, that little clot's just waiting to go off. And she's a little shook by it, but he's like, you know what? I'm going to get those Tahitian pancakes. I think you're right. The fucking assholes you have to deal with in customer service. I swear to God. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. (laughs) Yeah. I wonder if that soothed any of his like um decision to kill her back then like oh she's she's Uh, doomed anyway i'm just doing her a favor honestly it probably did like i'm sure it's one of his many piles of excuses for why you know oh sure 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 oh she's dying anyway just might as well speed that up a little bit doesn't matter i loved his like little moment of being such a reply guy Mm mm-hmm like, holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why? Why? Why is he the type of person you could just see being on Twitter just being like, well, do you know about this? And yeah, just nope. <laughs> You've got bad traits, Gabriel. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you, real watch fan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but do you really know about like all this random shit? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Jesus. Ah, Siler, Siler, Siler. So, like, these scenes in this episode, like, to roll together, it was very hard to cut the episode up. (laughs) Yep. Um, because we see everything is kind of, like, happening around each other. And Hero is, like, when Charlie walks by and pulls the newspaper back up to kind of hide, and who should be next to him now but Samuel, and he's like, good decision hiding like that, and... Hero's like, what the fuck are you doing here? Um, what the, what is the nickname he gives Samuel? Butterfly yeah, man. Butterfly man. Yeah. Butter. What are you doing here, butterfly man? And he's like, we need to talk. And the camera moves, and we see a familiar face already at the diner, and it's not Siler. It is Noah fucking Bennett is eating at the diner right now. And behind him, we also get to see past Hero and Ando come into the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. They're just out of focus. Like, oh yeah, you know. So, like, that whole time that we're alleging that he was in that scene as well. And we see why Noah was at that restaurant, because he's there with a blonde that we do not know. Because he's just getting off the phone with Sandra being like, you know, I, it's just work so busy, I'm not going to be able to make Claire's homecoming game, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You know, the usual, the usual company line. Mm-hmm. And this woman, even though we don't get her name in the episode yet, this is Lauren... <laughs> Like, the whole time, I'm like, I don't remember her name. And I'm like, <laughs> they finally say it later. And I'm like, okay, it goes back to right name. And, 
And she's played by Elizabeth Rom. She's been in, like, a bunch of stuff. She's been on, like, I think Law and Order she was on a lot. And she was also an Angel. Yeah, dude. She was season one Angel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that Elizabeth with an S or a Z? I wrote a Z, but that could be me wrong. I was just, I wanted to look at her IMDb and see if I'd seen her in anything recently. If you type it in, it probably, like, autocorrect you. Because I looked at it earlier. Uh, is an S. She's okay. been in stuff lately. She's not, like, falling off the map or anything. Oh, she still works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, if anyone remembers season one of Angel, like, when it was a very different show, um, she was, like, his human partner, kind of? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because she was a cop? Yeah, she's definitely stayed booked. Good for her. Nothing I've seen her in, but yeah, good for her. Um, booked and blessed. Booked and blessed. And and she is... I, I really enjoy her on here. I enjoy pretty much every edition of season uh, 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 four. Mm-hmm. I forgot, like, her intro and, like, what her, her thing was. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I, I... She's with Noah. I remembered that, but I couldn't remember, like, what was the beginning of it and so... We're about to oh, get sure, into that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's making fun of him because he's making a face. And it's because, you know, he just lied to Sandra. And we realize she's also a company agent. She's bagging and tagging right with them. And she's another human agent, which is why we wouldn't see him with her normally. Mm-hmm. One of us, one of them, and all that. And... Noah says that, you know, it's like, it's nice to not be on guard and have a friend to talk to that he doesn't have to lie to, like he has to lie to Sandra and Claire, etc. And she's like, is that what this is? Two friends talking because I call it flirting. She goes in fucking hard, man. (laughs) She is in the paint. Like, she is going for it. (laughs) We've been having breakfast for twice a week for like two months now. And she's like, we are definitely more than just friends and as soon as she said that i was like noah right <laughs> oh it, for him it's like an emotional affair at the very least you know what i mean that's what i'm saying i was like you cannot just disavow that you have no like oh my god no no it is absolutely an emotional affair at least mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she wants it to be more than an emotional affair but yes oh yes because she has a motel room key that she has booked and she slides it over to him. I believe it's room 108. Uh, yeah, I think so. Ooh, it's a lost number. And, um... Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> the connection! <laughs> he, like, looks at the key, but then he gets a phone call. And he's like, okay, I gotta go because Eden just got back with the Sather paintings. And... My captioning called her Ethan, which was a real read. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Ask Eden for just... more money. <laughs> And then not only get killed, but... <laughs> get misnamed, man. Harsh. Have, have the, the peacock captioning call you, Ethan. <laughs> oof. Oof. Big oof. <clears throat> so, uh, he gets up and leaves, and he walks right past Siler. And as soon as, of course, he walks by, Siler does his, his lovely little favorite thing, which is to TK the coffee cup to his hand. Which... Yeah, that was the first time we saw Silent. Yeah. was when he did a little think, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, fun stuff. Yeah, so... Noah Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I was like, oh, I forgot a lot of this. Holy shit, yeah. No wonder you're divorced. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Sandra did nothing wrong. 
Sander did nothing wrong. Sander should have pulled the fucking plug on that a lot sooner. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> god. Mm-hmm. I just want to smack him in the head. <laughs> yeah. You can't be that naive, dude. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> we'll have more to say about that as the episode goes we on. Will. This is not the last that we see of um, Lauren. <laughs> No, it is not. Mm-mm. So we go back to Hero and Samuel. And he's like, you know, like, well, why are you here? And he's like, because, you know, I'm doing the thing you said. I'm, I'm dealing with butterflies. And this, this is Mothra. It's the biggest one, dude. <laughs> I've got to fix this. And uh, I love Samuel being like, mm. he's like mansplaining time traveler to a time traveler. It's pretty great. <laughs> He's like, you gotta understand the ramifications here, bud. Like, look. Like, look at this scene in front of us. If you, you know, fuck something up in this, it's gonna untangle, like I said, all of season one Mm -hmm. and potentially the whole show. Um, Because he's like, yeah, this place is a minefield. Everyone's on a certain path and you have to make sure they stay on that path. Uh, Or it's gonna be fucking kablooey to history. And he... (laughs) He has a nickname for Charlie, which is amazing. He's like, is little Susie Flapjack's worth all that? <laughs> I was like, oh, my goodness. Harsh. You haven't even met her, probably. Um, yeah. And yes. Yes, she is. Hero will happily set off all the mines at once. Mm-hmm. But no, he's he's like, okay. Um, we We see the thing is about to happen elsewhere. Charlie is at the giant can of peaches, which if you recall, that's where it happened back in season one. She was opening the can and Siler opened her head like a can. It was very um, not subtle. So we see her doing the thing. She's she's trying to open this giant can of peaches and we see Siler this time, like trying to be a little sneak and, and trying to, you know, come up on her. And we see that he's about to do his thing, but time freezes this time. And Hero comes up, and he's just like, uh, girl to this guy. And <laughs> his solution for, for dealing with Siler <laughs> remains amazing. And it's one of my favorite things ever. And um, it just has to be seen to be believed, honestly. Mm-hmm. I haven't made a gif in a while, but I might make one of this. Because, <laughs> holy shit. Um, it, it's, uh, do you remember when he froze time last season, and he had to move Ando around, so he used a wheelbarrow? Well, he doesn't have a wheelbarrow in a diner, but what he does have is a handcart. So he he duct tapes Siler to a handcart and he really wheels him away from the scene of the crime. <laughs> Just gotta move the pieces. That's all. And uh, yeah, he he fucking he handcarts him out of the building, and then he shoves him, hand truck and all. Into the cargo hold of a Greyhound bus that's outside the diner. <laughs> it's a, it's wonderful. It's goddamn wonderful. <laughs> Which, I mean, if you recall what we've said before about these these time freeze scenes, it's not special effects for the actors. They just have to be really still. So Quinto had to be really fucking still mm-hmm. during all of that. Yeah. And he does good. He doesn't move much at all. A lot of the actors aren't that good at it, but he's like rigid. <laughs> I think they <laughs> do like finger pointed out. They too. do like light CG on it. Like probably, probably like, to catch bit, any yeah. blinks or whatever, but point. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cuz he has to be like maneuvered into a cargo hold. Like yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's impressive. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> 
he, you know, leaves him in there. Problem solved, right? What is <laughs> what what will a telekinetic serial killer do about being duct taped in a fucking cargo hold of a bus? Um, nothing, I guess. <laughs> and so then Hero runs back. And he unfreezes time after he peps himself up a little bit, which is amazing. He's like, I'm going to be awesome, charming, and super cool. Damn it. (laughs) And so he's about to do the thing, but he's like, oh, shit. He realizes if Charlie doesn't die, then he never has to go back in time to save her. Rats. Classic paradox, right? So he's like, oh, great, Scott. And so he figures out. That he has to keep manipulating that to happen. So Hero runs out and he sees Ando there alone. And he realizes he's not in the Charlie birthday photo. And he's like, shit. Because, you know, that was the, the big thing that he realized. And he sees Samuel and he's like, all right, I, I, gotta, I gotta figure this out. I totally didn't start off a of mine. But I gotta figure this out. <laughs> um, so he unfreezes time. And he goes and he talks to himself in the restroom, which is so cute because it's like season one hero, very season one hero, facing off with, he says he's future hero and he does like the serious voice and everything. <laughs> and, 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 and and season one hero is like, where's your sword? And he's like, uh, I left it at home. Uh, listen, <laughs> I'm here to tell you about your destiny. And in and, and, and season one hero is like, save the cheerleader. Yeah, I already know. I've seen this one. And Future Hero's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> that's cool and all, but, like, she's gonna be fine. No, 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 the waitress, that's what's important. Save the waitress, save the world. That's what we're doing now. And he tells him he's got to go six months into the past, basically to just, you know, button up that everything still happens. And he says that she's the MJ to our Spider-Man, which is fucking adorable. And, yeah, he's like, gotta preserve the continuum. And Season Wing Hero's like, okay, buddy! And he goes about doing it. And fucking Future Hero, if you will, it's just like, oh, what a baka. <laughs> what an idiot, not even talking about himself, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what a dumbass. And then he goes and checks, and oh, great, he's back in the photo. Okay, whew, that was a close one. So. Yeah. Time travel. <laughs> <laughs> uh,. All right, two things. Because of the, like, pep talk from um, Samuel, um, Hero can't just teleport Sala to Africa, right? So (laughs) he's trying to keep him on his, like, course, that he will still go to Homecoming and Peter will stop him there. He's trying to keep that. Yeah, oh yeah, he mentions that, yeah. So that's why he just leaves him in the bus compartment and doesn't completely, like, bop him back to New York. Secondly, when they're having the conversation that's like, go back in time, she's our true love, MJ to Spidey, Past Hero also says, like, Marl to Chrono? Like, back to him? Like, oh, like this too? And I have no idea what that reference is. Oh, now I gotta look. Because I had to, like, stop and look at that. Because he's like, our empty door spite. And he's like, oh, our Marl to Chrono. And I'm like, what is that reference from? I'm looking. What's the first word? How do you spell it? Uh, oh, it's Chrono Trigger. M A R L E. So it's like, it's a. Fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Japanese video game. It's not, you know, yeah, it's a video game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marl 2, our chrono. Yeah. That's amazing. I just saw the MJ part, and as we uh, mentioned when Rachel and I were watching the episode last night, this was a hard one because you had to keep pausing it a lot. Because <laughs> they say it a lot, and a lot happens, and you have to pretty much note all of it because time travel shit. So. Yeah, I, f- I forgot to look up what it was, but yes, it's um Chrono Trigger. How funny. That is delightful. 
Also, I want to mention that, like, how excited everyone was that they had um, Jama Mays back on, because she was doing Glee at the oh, time. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, everyone was fucking stoked. Yeah, because it was like, oh, I don't know if they can get her back, but, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, how's, um, how's, how's Noah, husband of the year, Bennett doing? <laughs> so we get a little, we get a flashback of Noah, and it's basically... Season one, Eden's there, um, Isaac's there. It's him giving his pitch to Isaac why he needs him to fucking paint again, even though he's clean. Because he needs to see who Siler is so they can find him. And his, like, whole, like, oh, you know, oh. begging because, like, of how much he loves Claire, etc. Does he? Does he need to see who Siler is? Has he ever seen him before? Yeah. H- hasn't, hasn't, hasn't he ever seen him before? What do you mean? I mean the fucking retcon and villains, bud. Leans forward. Oh my god. <laughs> Does he not I think? It in my notes, I was like, "Are you fucking kidding?" Does he? Me? Is Gabriel and Siler two different people to him? But the fucking the mo is the same. Why would you not make that? The leap? mo is the same, and he's not. He ain't new, Rachel. <laughs> they could have left that line out, and I wouldn't have remembered. <laughs> oh my god! I didn't even think about it. <laughs> I'm glad you fucking remember it. Oh. My. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I caught their ass red-handed in a full red You did. I did it. I did it. I did it. I'm Stephen Colbert running around my desk right now. Okay. Wait. Was. Could we argue that he was Haitian at some point? No. This is what you get for not having a fucking show Bible that, like, and someone taking care of, like, making notes and, like, that's their job is to make sure you're not doing that. I mean, fuck a duck. It really calls into question his whole post-homecoming interactions with him, too. Yeah. But sure. <laughs> like, a- again, like, the Siler and L stuff, like, that's, I don't th- think that is as big of a retcon, but yeah, it's the HRG no, and Noah where he there. fucking yep. was at certain times, like that whole timeline with was. him. Yep, and and how he was straight up watching it like a fucking nature documentary, which he literally pretty much said. Like <laughs> he yeah. doesn't recognize him without his glasses. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, he's like, who's this handsome chap? <laughs> My God! Well, he took off his—he took off his glasses and he let his ponytail down, and now he's a hot girl. Yeah. So, fuck. <laughs> I did not even remember that or think about the implications behind that. Holy shit! I spun out. I spun out when he said it. I was like, "Oh, really?" <laughs> wow. Anyway, it was that season one conversation anyway. that got reconned and. <laughs> They they just like Noah Bennett is like a weird like he kind of he must have some kind of like his his superpower is retcon okay. Do you know what he is? Do you know what he is? What? Well, he's he's a variant and he needs to be dealt with because <laughs> he's mucking up shit. He is. He is. Oh. Messing with the sacred timeline and all that shit. He's an aberration in the timeline. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> oh my! Somebody God. grab Owen Wilson. Yeah. So after <laughs> this conversation, it's just, it's just mm, season one clip, clip put show. back in. Yeah, well, he heads to a break room and like kicks a trash can over, 
And Lauren's there, and she's like, sorry for being nosy, but I overheard that whole conversation, and I had no idea. She didn't know about the whole Siler was going to come kill Claire. And she's like, it's going to be fine, you know, you and I will handle this. It's going to be okay. Like, she's really trying to, like, calm down because he's upset. And then she gives him a kiss. And he, like... Girl. He, like, gives her the most half-hearted push-off, after, you know? He sure does. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, she's like, oh, fuck, okay, I'm sorry, I'm an ass, you know, we've got 37 hours to nail this guy, let's just fucking pretend that that didn't happen, and she's like, ooh, look, I'm hastening me, ooh, and he's like, no, don't, I, like, I don't want to forget, you know, fucking Noah, Jesus Christ. Oh, fucking Noah! <laughs> <laughs> fucking up timelines, being a shitty ass husband. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh my god. Um, I love Lauren being like, ooh, I'm hastening you. Let's forget. I love that the idea that because their job is so fucking weird, obviously they would have like little inside jokes and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like, oh, I know he does the hand thing. Like, yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, I'm hastening you. So funny. Which he gets mentioned a lot in this episode, but is he seen anywhere? No. No. Does he still have, does he still not have a name? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I come so late. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, we see that, you remember, Carol's not great with time travel anymore, so he gets headaches and his his tumor's acting up, so he's got a headache. And Samuel comes over all like, why do you look like the cat who ate the canary? And Carol's like, I did it! I did it! Yay! And Samuel's like, you sure you've got all your I's dotted and your T's crossed? And he points over to... <laughs> past ando who's chilling at the table and he's like oh heck okay so he goes over and he sits down <laughs> and ando's like the hell did you change clothes for and he's like i am not here i am future hero and he's like oh badass where's your sword i'll ever I only care about the sword forget the sword <laughs> listen oh my god past me went back in time six months you just got chill here and i'll be back okay just chill <laughs> yep I love it when he's like, stay, stay. stay. Yeah, like, don't leave, <laughs> just stay. Stay here. Oh my god. I'll be back. You gotta tell Peter stuff, so stay. Yeah, you gotta like, wait here. Fuck. I went back six months in the past. Yep. But he'll, I'll be back. Don't worry about it. <laughs> that is where I forgot that Peter comes in and talks to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Milo's not in this episode. No, so. no, 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 no. Couldn't get him in the wig again, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Didn't want to pull those season one clips, I guess. But, like, his stuff comes uh, later. He's not in Texas quite yet. This is all, like, no, right before it. right before the game. Yeah. Or during the game, even. But, yeah. Oh, it's, like, the day before, because it's the homecoming game's tomorrow. No, I know. That's how Peter gets there super yeah, late. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Who cares about the sword? Listen to me. <laughs> Forget the sword. So, Hero goes back, and... He hugs Charlie, who has lived to open that can of peaches. Mm-hmm. Yay. Um, and she's like, oh, my God, you act like you haven't seen me in forever. And he's like, oh, he's like, well, here, like, here, let's just let's let's pick a place and let's just go. Like, like right now, right now, let's do this. Let's be together. I mean, like, Hero's just sat here like, you don't even know. You don't <laughs> even know how long it's been. And 
honestly, I love when she's like, but I haven't packed anything. He's like, who cares? We'll buy things when we're there. Because you might forget, but Hero's fucking loaded. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) we can just do that. Um, So he's like, okay, Charlie, come on. Like, where are we going? Your world trip starts today. Where are we going? And she decides, uh, Otso, Japan. And he's like, okay, cool. Otso. Otsu? Is that how you say it? Otsu? Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm not a weeb. Uh, <laughs> they, well, they say it that way in a couple episodes. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Atsu. You're calling me a baka over there. <laughs> you smell just like a baka. It tastes just like good soup. <laughs> I fucking hate you. <laughs> I couldn't get that stupid baka line out of my head at work the other day. Because I was putting Attack on Titan away, so I was thinking, and yay. <laughs> I hate it. Uh, All right, Atsu? Atsu, yeah. They say it so much in season two, and because it's so Kensei heavy, of course I'd remember how to say it, Atsu. I don't want to say it wrong. Yeah, Atsu. Okay, so she's like, Atsu Japan. Oh, yeah, I can remember her, like, ah, like, I can Mm -hmm. remember her saying that now. Atsu Japan. And and he's like, okay, cool, Atsu. And she's like, yeah, that's where Takeso Kensei was born. And he's like, oh, you remember? And she's like, of course I remembered. And she starts sort of, like, she sort of starts, like, short-circuiting a little bit, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um, Talking about, like, all this stuff about uh, the prefecture that that Atsu was in and just, like, going full on. And then she kind of snaps out of it. And she's like, oh, oh, no. Like, she recognizes the symptoms pretty much right away. And and so Hiro's like, "Uh, what's, what's happening? And she's just like this is bad. If I'm doing this, that means that, like, it's going, it's going down. Like, the, the aneurysm's gonna happen. It's rupturing. I'm dying, like, now. Like, it's gonna be really soon. But Hiro, he, he fucking refuses this. Like, no, no, no. He did not go three years in the past to have this happen. So, he has a plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anything to comment about these two little lovebirds before all no, that? No, no, no. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going? Keep going. <laughs> okay, so he goes back to the bus where he left Siler in the cargo hold. <laughs> and he's like, all right. But obviously, I'd be like, hello, we've been new. Siler's already free. I mean, come on. Like, time's unfrozen. He got himself out right away. Tape is no, you know, no threat to him. We learned that later on. So... He's already free, and he TKs Hero to the side of the bus, like, face first, just smash. And then he's like, who are you? And he flips him around. And he's like, I was in the diner, but then I wasn't. What did you do to me? It's like, have you heard that stupid TikTok sound with John Mulaney on the bench? Yeah, 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 yeah. It just reminds me of that. I was in the diner. I was in the diner. I was sitting in the diner. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, and he's like, and the, what did you do to me? And he's like, here's the thing. You said you could fix things. I need you to fix Charlie. And he's and he's just like, no. He's like, I, like you're no, no. Like you, you, you got one up on me, and I get real pissy about that, especially in season one. So he's like, he he does this whole little like, I'm gonna do my thing, and, and it's like kind of a retread of like, can you do your little trick before I could do mine with Ando in like the end of season one. And he's like, yeah, bud, he can freeze fucking time. Just accept when you've been beaten. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Like, You can't do your little trick if he keeps doing that. 
Because he's like, you can't kill me, brain man. <laughs> and uh, there's a moment with how it's shot. They literally have like a fucking showdown in the old mm-hmm. west. It's like it's like you can practically hear the whistle and everything. And he's it's just oh, it's so great. I love all the like cowboy shit in this. Hero's like, I have something you want, and Silas like, Yeah, your power. And he slices at him, and he slices some posters of the cheerleader, like like these art. Like, what would you call that style? It's like a like a pop art kind of thing, or not even like a pop art, but there's like a cheerleader poster that he slices instead. I didn't get a good good enough look at it to to comment. So, okay, yeah, it's just like it's like drawings, you know. It's not like photos. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like very stylized. But yeah, he slices cheerleaders. Uh-huh. Um, and so he's like, no, no, no. Like, I'm the master of time and space, and I'm freezing time. Like, I can do this all day. Like, you know, like, what, what, what are we doing? You know, like, Siler's like, I can do my fucking shit all day long. You're clearly not able to keep doing this. And so they keep going back and forth. You know, it's like, oh, geez, Siler, seriously, just fucking accept your loss. Like, fuck. And uh, Hero tries to pull this particular card, which is an interesting card to pull. He's like, if you kill me, you'll never know what I know about your future, your life and death. And he's like, whatever to that, dude. I know you're lying because I'm on my way to meet a very special cheerleader. And then I'll be invincible. I'll be immortal. I'll never die. And Hero's like, you sure, bud? Because uh, I, don't, I don't think that's necessarily how it's going to go down, maybe. I don't know. But I'll tell you everything I know if you help me. And so he's like, I love how he's like, okay, so in- interesting, interesting. Like, he, you can tell Siler's like, I'm on a timetable. But, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm fairly amenable to this because I am interested to see, you know, what Hero will say. Sure. Okay. So he agrees. He agrees to help. And um, we get an interesting uh, scene where Hero has brought in Siler to Charlie. And um, Lynette is there as well. And she's like, who's this guy? And Hero's like, oh, he's a doctor. And Siler's like, yeah, yeah, I'm a doctor. <laughs> yes, I am a doctor. Don't think anything about how I look or what I'm wearing or how weird I am. Like, nope, I am a doctor. Doctor in the house, that is me. And... So he's kind of, you know, taking a look at her and Hero's like, you can help her, right? And he's like, it's no problem, dude. It's like balling a melon. Though I usually prefer a more invasive style. <laughs> <laughs> like just being a shit. Mm-hmm. Just being such a shit. And she's, you know, Hero's like, if she dies, you die. And it's like the only time he gets really like, grr, is about that. And Charlie's like, dude, it's, it's, it's okay. Like, you don't have to do this. It's fine. I've accepted it. Like, it's okay. Like, she's scared. Because, you know, who, who knows what, what could happen. And so Siler's really, like, examining her and trying to figure out, like, exactly what he's going to do and, like, where it is and just trying to get this all sorted. And he, Siler, he, he figures it out. He's like, okay. He's like, I think, I think I've got it. And as he's about to do his thing, Charlie says she's scared in Japanese. And Hiro has this really sweet moment where he recites her this Japanese haiku. Did you write anything about the haiku down? Uh, I wrote, I didn't write what she said because she finished it, but I wrote the beginning down, yeah. Okay. I didn't. Uh, the thief left it behind, the moon at my window. Even if everything is lost, we will still have our love. No thief, no illness can ever take it away. It's it, it's a very, it's, it's a cute haiku mm-hmm, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's very, you know, appropriate for the moment. And then we see Siler's got his hand raised and he just sort of like tweaks it. And he's able to telekinetically like fix 
her 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 blood clot, mm-hmm. and she we see like a little bit of blood in her eyeball from like you know what has happened in her brain, and it's like holy fuck, he did it. That's such a huge thing. He's never used his power to help anyone. I don't think not that early on. No, so it's it's interesting to form this new foundation. I think of him. Like, the Siler who is in the present now is the Siler who did that. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of interesting. And Charlie and Hero hug, and Siler gets, like, a taste of doing good? Yeah. But does he like the flavor? Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big-ass butterfly indeed. Can you imagine if we had the camera on Siler once time went frozen, he's just like... How the fuck did I get in here? <laughs> I'd have paid very good money for him to be very, very annoyed. Staring at the top of the baggage compartment. Like, what the hell? <laughs> and then clamoring out of the baggage compartment. Unless he could short, you know, short distance teleport at that time as well. And then he just popped right out. Well, you know, there is... I don't know why he wouldn't use that when fighting Hero, but okay, sure. Um... He can't, It doesn't matter if he can teleport if time stopped. <sighs> I guess, but Hero uses teleportation on him all the time, too, so... It's a, but it's, like, a lot of time stopping and him moving. I you guess. know, less teleportation. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> You're letting me have my retcon moment, I'll let you have teleportation. <laughs> yeah, that's what he did. <laughs> oh, I'm still, like... Rocked by that fucking Noah retcon thing right there. I didn't even fucking think about it. I'm yep. glad you caught it. Thank you. Um. <laughs> yep. If they if they would have cut him off before he said that, I would have been like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, would not even have thought about life, it. But just wrecked my whole I world. I bet people were pissed about it at the time, too. I just don't remember it. Oh, maybe. I don't know. The fandom was so not fun to be in by like, then. Like I said, I don't remember a lot about this episode. Or not a lot, but some things. Finer details sure, about this sure, episode. Sure. Like, I remember the whole Siler and Charlie shit. Um, Why is it, like, whenever I think of Siler, I think of John Mulaney quotes? Why? What is that? What is that? That's a you problem, I suppose. It is a you problem. When you were like, wouldn't it be funny if we saw him wake up in the cargo hold? I could see him just being like, oh, might as well. Adult life is already so fucking weird. <laughs> like... uh, nothing's going his way. <laughs> no, it's not. No. Speaking of like stuff not going his way, uh, let's go across town where there's a whole group of cheerleaders like taunting the other team that they're right there by. <laughs> and of course, Claire is with them. And she notices she's being watched by someone, but it's not Siler, it's her dad! (laughs) (laughs) And she crosses the street and is like, hey, is everything okay? And he's like, can a father watch his daughter cheer at homecoming? And she's like, you never come to see me cheer, which makes me sad. (laughs) And she's like, listen, I was going to go get food with the girls, but let's go, let's go do something instead. And so they go and they get like ice cream because they both have shakes. Did she get a milkshake or an iced coffee? I think she had a milkshake. Okay, I couldn't, I was not 100% certain. I'm pretty sure it was a milkshake. You and your coffee again. I think she got a milkshake. She's What? <laughs> Me and my coffee. It kind of looked like an iced coffee. Uh, I think it was a milkshake, though. We'll have to look again. Um, so, because I think they were outside an ice cream place. 
Uh, yeah, but you could do iced coffee. That, okay. Can you? <laughs> yes. Again, your coffee culture is different than like. <laughs> I know. I know. It's a milkshake. Move, move. Um, <laughs> so she asks him how his work is going. This is very like reminiscent of like their conversations recently. And, you know, she's like, God, do you really just, like, love paper? I can't imagine that you in high school were being all like, when I want to grow up, I want to sell paper. And she asked him what he wanted to do. And he's like, I wanted to teach high school English and even more specifically, Shakespeare. Nerd. She's all like, what? And then he quotes Shakespeare at her. He does a Midsummer Night's Dream quote, which she thinks is Romeo and Juliet. And he's like, no, it's Midsummer Night's Dream. And Claire's like, oh my god, you're a drama geek. <laughs> and she's like, you... She should throw a slushie at him right now. <laughs> <laughs> she's got a milkshake, plus enough splash. <laughs> and she's like, god, you know, you should teach. You should do what makes you happy. Like, maybe wait until I leave school. But yeah, you should go and you should, like, teach. And he's... Ugh, isn't that such, like, a like a fucking pure, fresh-faced teenage view yes, of the world? Yes, yes. Yeah. You should do what makes you happy. Yeah. And he's just like, eh. and she's like, oh, you know, oh, I got to go catch the bus because the other children's like, Claire, we got to go. So <laughs> she's got to go with them because they're leaving. And um, she gives him a hug and she's like, see you later, dad. And she leaves. And when she does, Noah's kind of sitting there for a moment. And then he pulls the motel room key out of his pocket and looks at it. Noah. <laughs> She didn't mean that. <laughs> when she said, do what makes you happy. Oh my God, right? <laughs> just that, it's just that all episode. <laughs> it is. Noah. Uh, bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Oh my Lord, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That son of a bitch. So, Hero is checking up on Charlie, and she's like, yeah, I'm okay, he did, he fixed me. And Siler is behind them with the, with the Tahitian pancakes, and he's like, you were right, these are great. <laughs> and you owe me something, Mr. Glasses. And so, Hero's like, alright, you're right, I agree to tell you how you die. Um, come on. So they go outside, because they do go outside, right? Am I not hallucinating? What? Because he walks away from Charlie, um, don't no. they? No. They walk away from, like, a little bit, but, um, because he boops him outside at the end. Oh, okay. So, like, because Charlie overhears, which is what, why she, okay. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So she's like, that was, that was rough. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, all right, I'll tell you how you die. You die alone. Yeah, you're going to kill a lot of people and you're going to become the strongest in the mall. But in the end, it does not make a difference. We all gather to stop you and no one will mourn your death. And I was like, wait, does Hero not know he's not dead? Which we've already established talking about that he doesn't. He fully thinks he's mm-hmm. dead still. And um, do they ever see each other again? I don't remember. Unclear. Unclear. Yeah, I was like, because I know that they come close to being in the same spot by the end. but Unclear. Yeah. yeah so after that. He's like, but you got to keep going on your path, sweetie. And he teleports Siler away. <laughs> and Siler's out in the alley and he puts his hat back on. And we can hear like the cheerleaders in the background doing their little cheer that they were doing. 
at the buses. So mm-hmm. he's he's on his path. He's gonna go get that cheerleader. Wouldn't it just be wild if somehow performing this like good act actually made him rethink homecoming and hero fucked it all? <laughs> Could you? Um, that would be a fun path to go down. It would be like some serious like fringe alt verse shit. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like you'd have to do a whole season on that. So it wasn't an altruistic act because he wanted the information from Hero, and he's like, I guess this is more valuable to me than killing Hero and not knowing. Even though he he probably couldn't kill Hero. Hero's a little bit faster than him. So. Uh yeah no absolutely especially like early season one Siler like he's good but he's not like that mm-hmm, good. Mm-hmm. He just hadn't really faced anyone good yet, if that makes sense. And he didn't need Charlie's stuff. Like, when did he, he use it one time in, like, the comic, so... <laughs> so, so then I was okay, 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 mm-hmm. okay. But then I was like, okay, he uses it one time in the comics, mm-hmm. right? So the truck driver mm-hmm. one, right? That ends up with him ending up at Zane Taylor's house, mm-hmm. right? How did he get Zane Taylor's name? He remembered it, right? Because I, I think the, the memory thing he showed off was him reading the truck manual well yes yes but how when he when he was escaping from bennett's house maybe that's just the one name he remembered i mean you don't need to remember a full list because i don't think he saw everything okay because i was like if he used the fucking power for that then it really starts to mess with things but as far as we know he just shows it off in the in the truck yeah part which is actually one less potential um, body count for him, maybe. So. No, he probably still does, and he just knows how things work, so he was just able to operate the truck that way. Perhaps, perhaps. So, I'm just trying to let that poor truck driver. Live. No, he's he's very dead. <laughs> Sorry. And you refuse to let mm-hmm. it happen. So, rip that guy. Rip that. Yeah. Guy. Uh, how's Noah doing? <sighs> okay. So, Lauren's Lauren's already in the motel room. She's having a stiff drink. Noah shows up, and he's like, I'd love one of those. And so she, you know, he goes to make a drink. And and at the same time, they say, Lauren goes, I'm glad you came. And Noah says, I can't do this. And I'm like, what kind of fucking gentleman do you think you are, like, breaking up with her in person versus, like, over the phone? Do you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) you still showed up. Mm -hmm, (laughs) Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What what points do you give yourself for this? And so he's just like, yeah, dude, like, workplace romances are not smart. And she's like, oh, shut up. Don't blame it on the job. Like, you, you, can, you can do the lies with Sandra and with Claire and all that. Not with me. No, don't do that. And she's like, and that's not what this is. It's not like, a, oh, let's go sneak away and have sex in the supply closet because we're bored with our lives. Like, you care about me. This is different. And he admits that he cares about her. He's like, I do. And she's just like, you know, we're such good liars. We've convinced ourselves that everything is okay. And it's like, don't don't you just want to be yourself? Like, don't you don't we deserve a little bit of happiness in all of this craziness that is our lives? And he's like, I love my family. And he's like, and as much as I lie to them, I love them. And he's like, maybe one day I can tell them the truth. And that's kind of you know what's keeping him hanging on at this point is he wants to be able to be authentic with them. And he's like, and I don't want to destroy the possibility. And he's like, you're a great agent. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I can bag and tag with the best of them. She's like, I'm a regular rodeo queen. I love Lauren. She's mm-hmm, great. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I need your help with this Siler mess. You know, this guy who I don't know what he looks like, even though I totally watched his development. And 
he's like, I need your help with Claire. And she's like, of course. She's like, I'll always be there to help you, Noah. Like, let's do it. Let's go back to work. And so, yeah, he he comes dangerously close, though. I tell yeah, you. Yeah, he certainly does. So I guess that conversation with Claire cemented, like, okay, let's not do this with Lauren. Instead of what it appeared to be, where he was going to go find yes. his happiness in a motel room. But doesn't it just really smack of that, like, he's letting her off in person because he's such a nice guy. And I'm just like, dude, like, she, you got her hopes up, first of all. She calls him, like, in that scene. I think she calls him, like, you're such a cowboy, you'd never, like, admit that, like... We yep. have something here. Such such a cowboy. I love that. That is so Noah Bennett, though, somehow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, from there, we go and we see Charlie turning in her apron. Like, holy shit. This, this, is, going, this is going down. And we see <laughs> Ando comes out while Hero's watching her turn in her apron through the window. And he's like, hey, is everything okay? And he's like, yeah, yeah, keep waiting. Go, go, go. Shoot, shoot. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, don't be talking to me. And Charlie walks out and she's just like, oh, she's like, I don't know. She's like, I have a knot in my gut. And Hero's like, ah, well, allow me to untie it. And she's like, no, dude, like, you're the reason. I was perfectly okay with dying. And this feels like cheating. You said that man was going to kill a lot of people. Like, you're supposed to be one of the good guys. Like, how, how could you let him do that? And he's like, well, you know, I had to I had to preserve the space-time continuum. And she's like, you didn't, though. You saved me. Like, that is not preserving anything. Why do I get to live? And he's like, because I love you. And she's like, that's just selfish, bud. And I was like, well, hero, you fell in love with somebody with big morals. <laughs> like, my dude, like, it's not going to be that simple. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's why you love her, but yeah. Yeah. So. Like, it's a lot to happen at once, and I can understand her, like, guilt with it. Like, he's going to go off and kill a bunch of yeah. people, and I was, like, okay with dying, and yet here I am. And you're sentencing yep. all these innocent people to death as well. Plus, like, the whole thing with being okay with dying means, like, frankly, she didn't have to plan anything. Yep. Like, she, she was free of a lot of responsibility and, like, obligation, and that's all rushed back now. She has a life to live. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. that, that must be very, um draining to think about so yeah so good job nakamura well done yabaka <laughs> you kind of smell who is really the baka <laughs> who is really the baka <laughs> is it season one you no it's you <laughs> <laughs> yep mm-hmm. once yep. a baka always a baka no shit yeah all right so Noah's back at Primatech in the break room, and Lauren walks up to him all like, oh yeah, they left this on my desk, it must have been a mistake, here you go. And it's an envelope, and he opens it up and the motel room key's inside? Or, well, she's like, you plan to sting? Because she sees that there's the, the motel key. And he's confused, he's like, are we going to pretend that we, we were never at the Burnt Toast Diner? And she's all like, are you okay? <laughs> mm-hmm. And he looks into the envelope further and sees a note, and we find out that Lauren had herself Haitianed because she's like, this is better for both of us this way. So she's not like pining over something that could never be. And he's, you know, doesn't have to give up his family. So she Haitianed herself. Mm-hmm. And he's all like, oh, well, uh, my mistake. Thought I saw you there. Never mind. And I mean, her eternal sunshining herself makes sense why she was not part of the Siler stuff either. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. She was just off doing her own thing with the company. 
Yep. I wonder who her partner was. Good question. I don't know if we ever know or if we ever get a person. I don't think we do. We'll have to find out if the graphic novels show any insight or anything. Yeah, I was going to say maybe she shows up in a comic or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we see, we see her again, folks. Spoilers. <laughs> There's a reason we're randomly introduced to her in this episode. So. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And what an introduction it is. <laughs> Oof. I tell ya. <laughs> the other woman. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Man. Poor Sandra. <laughs> Poor fucking Sandra indeed. You go live your best life with your new boyfriend, sweetie. We're all rooting for you. Oh my god, right? We'll get we'll We're get to meet her boyfriend you. too. That's that's coming up. Oh yeah, mm-hmm, we do, don't mm-hmm. we? Because Thanksgiving, yep, right? Yep, yep, yep. Fucking wild. <laughs> she deserves all the happiness. She does. We love her. <laughs> Now, in my edition I was watching, they were like, and now for the Heroes Interactive story, slow burn. And it was like a 30-second little, like, clip of, like, carnival stuff. We'll have to, like, talk about all their weird little interactive things that they have going on. Cause I th- yeah, because I can assure you the Peacock stream did not Mm-mm. do that. <laughs> so. Yeah, but it's, it, it, I was like, oh my god, how much this is it? It was, like, literally 30 seconds. It was like, Edgar was in it. It was kind of funny. So, back to the regular show. Um, oh, man. Here was back at the diner, and he orders a beer, root, <laughs> root beer, and Noah's also there at the diner, and he looks at Hiro, and he asks in Japanese, do I know you? And Hiro's all like, no, 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 and then mutters under his breath, not yet. And <laughs> Noah asks if he's okay, and Hiro's like, I think I may have ruined my chance at true love, and... And I was like, yeah, it's a messy business, my friend. Uh, good luck. <laughs> and he leaves because, you know, I think we're getting close to homecoming time, you know. Which he's saying this in Japanese. Yes, it's all in ja- It's a full Japanese conversation between the two of them. Any excuse to get Coleman speaking languages, I'm here for it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's good at it. So. Oh, yeah. And Charlie comes over as Noah leaves. And she's like, I've been doing some thinking, and I kind of feel terrible about what I said to you. And he's like, no, I get it. I understand. Maybe I was selfish, but you have to believe me when I say the world was better with you in it. And she's like, and she thanks him. And he's like, oh, shucks, ma'am. And like does a little pretend cowboy hat (laughs) motion, which is like adorable. Yes. And she's like, I want our happy ending too. I love you. And I think she says it in Japanese. I love you. And so. she gives him a kiss, and he's like, wow, happily ever after. And everything's going to go great the yeah. rest of the episode, right? They, they did it. Yeah. He, happily ever after, right? He did it. Honey, honey, episode's over. We don't need to talk about anything else. Happy ending. Right? To he be continued, right? Finally... Yeah, fucking whoosh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's let's get that, let's get that, um, um, Wendy and Lisa music up in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah right. It's, it's done. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, no, no, sorry, sorry. I'm seeing here there's a whole other scene. Sorry, there's a whole other. Yeah. There's a whole other moment. We're not, we're not finished. Oh, no. Um, okay. Yeah, sorry. Uh, uh, I don't know. Mm. I don't think this is going to be 
great. Uh, maybe it's just more happy. Maybe we get to see them on their trip, right? They're yeah, sure, right. Just scenes free. from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're in Atsu and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I want to see them in Atsu and like all, all mm-hmm. over. Um. Uh. So she's like, "Yeah, let's let's go." And Hiro heads out of the diner. And um, when she came up to him, she had folding paper, and she mentioned the crane thing, which she did in season one, the like ten thousand mm-hmm. paper cranes. Um, and she had handed it to him. And so he's like playing with the folding paper. He's folding a crane, you know, and he gets out there and Charlie's gone. She is not there, but Samuel's standing there and he's confused. And Samuel's just like, I've done something very bad hero. I've taken Charlie. I had to. I took her to the carnival. And so he's like, she's in our present now. And Hero is just gobsmacked. He's like, why? Why would you do this? Samuel's just like, to get to you. It's all been about you, Hero. And Hero drops the crane. And he's like, where is she? And Samuel's like, you're going to have to take control if you want to see her again. And so he boops them both right back to the present day. And he's he's freaking out. Like, where's Charlie? And Sam was like, I tricked you because she's not, she's not here, here. Um, and, and it was like this whole scene where like all the Cardis are there and it's very creepy. They're very like sinister and like menacing mm-hmm. kind of towards him, um, which is a different vibe than we've seen before from them. And, and Hero's like upset. He is like, where's Charlie? And we see her name tags on the ground and Hero goes into a trailer and he's like, Charlie? And he goes and he looks under the blanket and he finds Arnold. And Arnold has passed. Arnold is no longer with us. And Samuel's there and he's like, he had a tumor just like you. And the last thing I asked him to do before he died was to take your Charlie and to trap her in time. And it killed him. And Hero is just bereft. He's just like, you're a murderer. And Samuel's like, yeah. And so he like gets in his face like, tell me where she is. He's like, well, if I told you, there'd be nothing to keep you here. And so Hero's like, you, you manipulated me. He's just like, just stunned that he really fell in for this guy's tricks. And Samuel's like, yeah, well, you know, you got too much. And he says honor in Japanese. I don't remember how to say yeah, it. Yeah, me either. And he's like, you got too much of that. And I had to do something to get you to work for me, to fix my past. And Hero's like, why me, dude? You had a time traveler. And Samuel's like, uh, here's the thing, dude. Um, I've done some bad shit that the people around here they wouldn't be terribly stoked about. So I needed someone from outside, basically. And Hero's like, you're not Butterfly Man, you're evil Butterfly Man. You know, a classic hero with his nicknames. And Samuel tosses him Charlie's name tag. And he's like, I'm the only one who knows where she is. And so you can save her. And if you do as I ask, that's what'll happen. But I got my own butterflies that need crushing. I made a mistake about eight weeks ago. Go, go. (laughs) and we see eight weeks ago we see samuel looking a little punk looking a little like torn up sleeves looking a little rougher than we've Mm -hmm. seen him and he's freaking out because he did a he he did a bad and as the camera pans we see who the fuck do we see rachel (laughs) do you want want me to say say it it's mohinder (laughs) What the hell? 
dying? No, he's real fucking dead. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, well. Um, That's why he's not answering Matt's Sa- calls. Samuel, Samuel just killed Mohinder, I guess. I don't know. Uh, to be continued. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> what a delight that we hadn't seen Mohinder for so long. And it was like, did he leave the show? Like, what the fuck happened? And then that is how he comes back. <laughs> yeah, he, he died like eight weeks ago, bro. Oh my god, he's been hella dead. Siler felt the disturbance in the force no doubt, but then he got over it. <laughs> just just hanging out with Matt Parkman, like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, yeah, no. I don't know what that was. <laughs> <laughs> like, just... Oh my lord. Um So that's why he didn't answer Matt's Yeah, that's calls. why he's ghosted Matt. Not like he needs a reason to. But. Like fair, but um, yeah. If you if you're like me and you like read the names at the beginning of the episode, you'll have noticed that Sentinel Ramamurthy was at the beginning of the episode, and mm-hmm. I remember at the time people were like, "Oh my god, Sentinel's it!" Like when we were like live watching it, like Sentinel, oh my god, and then he was dead. Then people were like, "What the fuck?" Because <laughs> <laughs> like. That happening, like, post-Nathan and everything. Oh, man. People were mad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> people were upset. What the fuck? <laughs> it's like, you guys, he's gonna fix it, probably. That's what he wants him to do anyway, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What a What a full fucking villain, like, unveiling for Samuel, though. Yes. How he just drops the other the other fucking shoe with Hero is just sinister. Mm-hmm. Like I did a bad you know. thing. Fuck you. Oh my god. Fuck you so hard. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Poor Hero. Jesus Christ. Like, I'm your friend. Everything's sweet. It's like, it harkens back a little bit to Kensei. Like, oh, I'm your friend. I'm on your side. Oh. But like, not quite it because... It is fully... Yeah. Because at the end there, he was all like, yeah, fuck you, Hero. <laughs> 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 it was like reverse. He, yeah, it was like reverse for him because he's like, I thought you were my friend, and you take yeah. my woman. <laughs> yeah. Adam's Adam's ashes shifting, whispering. How does it feel? <laughs> Interesting that they brought that up in Atsu as well. It's like hmm, you remember the stuff from season two. Yeah. So. God, Kensei, huh? Mm-hmm. It'd be wild to see him again. Yeah, that couldn't happen though. Like you said, Dust. Well, like, Dustin, like, I think Hero has learned about time travel, and also he's kind of got a, a mission to go on, so, I mean, there's no way he'll go to that particular butterfly. Mm-hmm, not point. at all, not at all. Yeah. Did the episode slap? I liked it a lot. I don't know if I'd call it, like, woo, slap, but I did like it a lot. I, I think it's, I think it slapped it fairly, it fairly, it was like a little tap. I'm on, like, the edge of slap, on. like, I could, I could lean the other way depending on my mood, <laughs> so... I wonder, okay, I wonder then if any of the episodes are going to slap for you, like, because, I, I don't know, like, there's there's stuff to love and stuff to be like, eh, about in a lot of I didn't think there was, so. I wasn't like, eh, about anything in this episode, so yeah, I'll, I'll go, I'll, yeah. I'll go, this one was a slapper, because I liked the Noah stuff. It can be a little slap, yeah, yeah. Um. Really paints a, a fuller picture of him that is believable as fuck. Mm-hmm. So. I like, like, all the yeah. hero stuff with, like, you know, him running around trying to, like, make sure the butterflies are, like, not fully stopped on and things were in order. <laughs> when fucking Ando walks outside, like, are you okay? When he's waiting for Charlie and he's just like, get in there! <laughs> I'm fine, you're supposed to wait! <laughs> yeah. It's almost homecoming Where's your sword? Yeah. Sword, sword, sword. 
sword. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a sword. Yeah. Oh, ma'am. Anyway, let's get to our socials. Uh, you can follow us. Socials. You can follow us on Twitter. We are at Eclipse Podcast. If you would like to follow our personal accounts, I am at that verb there. Verb with a B, like breakfast. Oh, I was going to say like butterfly man. <gasps> verb with a B, <laughs> like butterfly man. Hey. <laughs> uh, Keisha is that lady underscore snark S-N-A-R-K uh, Are you tweeting about anything? Uh, yeah I tweeted that I watched Malignant and it's fucking amazing Yeah <laughs> <laughs> I spent like a good 20 minutes talking to Rachel about this whole fucking mm-hmm. movie before we were mm-hmm. recorded It's insane and it's not a good movie but I demand everybody watch it so yeah. yeah so it's a horror movie though yeah, no, it's it's got the blood. It's got the stuff. That's for sure. But um it's it's fucking insane. Yeah. So if you're if you're in for an insane ride, go watch that. Um you can send us an email, we are eclipsepod at gmail.com. But the best way to get a hold of us is the Discord. Come on over, we'll talk about coffee windows and coffee shops that are popping up in your area. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't believe Dutch Bros is expanding that far. Yeah, closest to me is Oklahoma, Tulsa, Oklahoma, which is not close. <laughs> no, it's just like, a, it's just a, it's a couple states away on the map. Why are you being <laughs> I should type into Google be how long of a drive it would be to get there. Oh my God. God, we were looking up a fast food place one time and the closest one was in like Nevada, I think. And it was like, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> just a you know. 15-hour drive to get there, I guess. Um, I know people who go to Vegas and drive around here. Yeah. So, oh, my God. Yeah. Small sidetrack. I was reading something on Reddit where someone was like, you know, other countries don't quite understand, like, how far things are, you know, in the U.S. God. And yeah. how this one guy from England was like, okay, yeah, you know, like, I went to my friend's house and, like, you know, this other part of the country in England, and I just, like, <laughs> it was such a pain. I had to get, like, a hotel and everything. And he was like, oh, man, how far away was he? Oh, 30 minutes. As fucking insane to me. <laughs> and they had to, like, stay or, overnight or it's, or it's... afterward before they went back. 30 fucking minutes. Like, Get out it's of like, here. God, what was it, like, a couple hours away? 30 minutes. And there were several people, like, agreeing and saying stories, like, yeah, I've had a friend over there, and <laughs> another one where a friend told her, and I had to explain to her that, no, we couldn't, we were in Florida, we couldn't just go up to New York. There, <laughs> yes, there are people... Like, there's a joke I always hear in, like, uh, people who live in California that, like, if you have to go on a certain highway to, like, get to another person, like, if it's, like, a North, you know, California versus, like, South California kind of thing, you just aren't friends with those yep. people. Because mm-hmm. you're never going to do that. Because California, oh, my God, it takes literal many, 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 many hours to cross. And, like, e- the, the way that the highways are, too. Like, the traffic. Even if you yeah. are, like, distant oh, yes. small, it would still take a while. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah, that's the joke I always hear, like, people who live in, like, Malibu versus people who live, like, wherever else. Like, oh, I just don't see those people. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's not happening. We just don't see each other. That's just the way it is. Or, I mean, like, there's also, like, the other side of that where, like, pre-Brexit, at least. I knew it was easier. Uh, and pre-COVID. Where people who live in England can just fucking, like go to France or go to like wherever and it's like not even a thing and it's like are you kidding me? Yeah you just me? take a train and you're over there. Just skip around yeah. all the European countries. Yeah. 
Yeah, just pop off the island and then go, yeah, go to Spain or France or mm-hmm. Italy or Germany. Like, it's no big deal. And it's like, are you kidding me? That's like as long as it would take me to, like, see you or something. Like, it's it's very reminiscent that, like, that, like, the way that they would talk about from Europe to, or not Europe, God, from England to France is more like people in L.A. saying they're going to Vegas. It's like that kind of a trip. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> It's a. It's literally a day trip mm-hmm. to them. It is a day trip for me to go to Seattle. Seattle is four hours mm-hmm. away. So yeah, yep, yep. And it's not a fun day trip because you have to go four hours, and then you can try to pack as much as you can into the day, and then you have to go four hours back home. Ugh. See, that's one you'd stay overnight for. You drive four hours, you're there. You stay overnight. You leave later. You go home. Yeah. Not thirty that's minutes. Really a motel. Thirty. I go minutes. thirty minutes to get a Starbucks. Here. Fuck off. God, that makes me mad. <laughs> 30 minutes. It takes me 30 minutes to go see my sister. That's where I, like, yeah, I came from. Like, it's, oh, God. 40. No, wait, hold on. 45 minutes because I live in Richland. Oh, shit. I better book a fucking vacation. <laughs> you better go freaking find a place to stay overnight. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, tell Kaya I'm staying over. Oh, my God. That's insane. <sighs> But I guess to be fair, like drinking culture is different too, and maybe they're like, I don't want to drive back if I'm ripped after going to go see my friends, you know? Yeah, I guess that's true too. But they've got like better public transport than a lot of states. Yeah, they made it sound like it was a lot further than it was. And then when they're like, it was 30 minutes, they were like, excuse me. Thirty minutes. Like I, I see them like twice a year because it's such a hassle to fucking, you know, I gotta like stay overnight. Thirty. Oh, how far away are they? Thirty minutes. That ins- that's insane. That is fucking mm-hmm. insane. Uh, that is just so beyond my my understanding. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I got family like thirty like that. I can't see him. Barely see him. Thirty minutes away. God. Mm-hmm. Thirty. That. It takes me like twenty minutes in traffic to get to work. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's nuts. I'm upset by that. <laughs> I, I I thought about that and I had to tell you that I was like, yep fun isn't it jesus christ yeah anyway, anyway where were we <laughs> uh we discord already talked about it i think that's it so yeah. thanks for listening cool. to this episode and try not to step on any butterflies with us yeah and uh try not to try not to go into the past <laughs> yeah i know the temptation is hard to resist it can but. be and um, mm-hmm. if you like what we're doing, leave us a like and a rating on your podcast app of choice. But until next time, bye bye. Bye, everybody. Next time on Eclipsed, Siler revisits his favorite diner. Noah Bennett's past continues to haunt him. We see just how many bullets Matt Parkman can take on the show and probably live. And, uh,. So, like, is Claire in the sorority, even though one of the lead sisters tried to murder her? Or, like, are we are we going to do anything with that? Or, no? Is she? I don't know. They're kind of unclear. Tune in. <laughs>